The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guests, and callers. And now, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living. I have a great guest today. My guest is Diane Collins, and she's the author of a very interesting book called Do You Quantum Think?, which is new thinking that will rock your world. It's a beautiful, very colorful book, easy to understand, and we're going to really talk about a lot of assumptions today that many of us have that Diane's going to look at and say, well, we may want to think differently. Diane Collins is an original thinker and one of the foremost thought leaders of our time. She consults with executives in the world's leading corporations, as well as enterprising entrepreneurs, celebrities, students, and evolutionaries in the new system of thinking, Quantum Think. Her life is dedicated to people living spirited, joyful, and masterful lives through leaps in awareness and expansion of their approach to reality. And we're very excited to have Diane. Welcome, Diane. Thank you so much, Patricia. I'm delighted to be with you. Yeah, we've, we've talked before, and uh, it's been great. I'm glad to have you back on the show. Me too. Yeah, so, you know, you talk about changing our thinking, and one of the things that you say a lot is when you master your mind, you master your life. How is this new thinking different? Then is it a new idea? I mean, what does that really mean? I'll tell you what it means, Patricia, is that we're in a new time, and we don't realize how much are that we develop habits of thinking. Now, I have a whole reason for this in my book that I discovered is that our thinking is based on some older assumptions you mentioned in the introduction about the way things work. But, and we're, so I call that the industrial age. Now we're in a quantum age. What does that mean? The, the pace of change is speeding up. We have increasing choice, complexity because of our amazing technologies. And every day, because we're in this great transitional, changing, transformational time collectively, and it's affecting each one of us individually, in a certain way, we're living with uncertainty every day. So these three conditions, you think, well, then why do we need to think in a new way? Well, because the old ways... Our habits of thinking were really based in looking at the circumstances and then you could say trying to deal with them the best we can. Now, 
I wouldn't call that masterful living, and I'm sure you wouldn't either. And yet... say I think the real problem that we face today all around us is not possibility thinking, but more negative thinking. I mean, this is what everything, if, if you look at the news, if you watch things... Uh, Possibility thinking is important, but I don't think it's the norm. Do you? No, it isn't. And this is what I'm getting at about the habits of thinking, is that because our whole way that we, you know, when we talk about new thinking, what I'm really talking about, Patricia, is getting a new relationship with our thinking. Now, first of all, what you're saying is so true. Now, you know, we could say, well, why is it that way? Because we don't, we haven't realized the extent to which we develop habits of thinking, and then it's, a, it's like we're almost on automatic pilot. So when I say we can get free of this, the good news, how do we become possibility thinkers when, as you say, you turn on the news, it's all uh, a focus on, you know, the negative downward spiral on what's wrong, what went wrong, or what could go wrong, right? And so we, it's up to us when we discover the power of our own thinking, the power that we have in using and learning to use faculties of mind that we are not taught in a traditional education, things that you mention on all of your shows the power of intent, the power of intuition, how to work with the subtle energy fields that are invisible to us, yet we feel it in our emotional body, in our feeling tone body. Spiritually, we feel these things. How does resonance work? What we emanate, we know we attract. What about meditation? How does that fit in as a faculty of mind, as I call it? So when you learn, you know, what I thought, Patricia, I thought, well, you know, we all want what we want. We know what we want. We even, in a sense, know what to do to have what we want, great relationships, mm-hmm. uh, you know, self-expression in our career or whether we're paid or not for what we do, good family life, prosperity, health. And when you realize that our habits of thinking are the most important factor in the results in all those areas of life I just mentioned. So I decided, I thought, what if I could put this all together in a system, in a book that really takes us on a journey of awareness that starts with all the things we think about. What do I really want? How do I get it? How do I even get in touch with what I really want to be quiet enough inside so that I can connect to my own self, to my own yearnings, to my own passion? And most importantly, when you master your mind, you master your life because our thoughts have a direct input on our mood, on our moment-to-moment experience of life, on our decision-making, on our well-being, and on our relationships. So when you can connect in a new way to your thinking, to your thoughts, everything shifts, and it's instantaneous. 
it actually is well, easy. Well, I, I want I'd like to share something with you that's that just happened for me. I have worked with a coach, and I, you know, as everyone else, this is the reason I do this work, Diane, I'm susceptible to that worry and the stress and the negative thinking, even though I have the possibility thinking that old voice will come in. So she she gave me this exercise to do, and I have to tell you it's very powerful. She said, when those thoughts come in, she said, you you." You visualize or you see a stop sign, a red stop sign, and you say stop. And at that moment, you think of three things that you are grateful for in your life. And you focus on those. And she said, when you do that, and I I tried it and it really helped me tremendously because what she said is when you're in gratitude, you have love. And that's what opens up, up the possibility. And when you don't, you're stopping. You actually, if you think those negative thoughts enough, you will manifest those. That's a good exercise, and uh, your coach is, is quite right. In do you kind of think I call those the higher emotions, the emotions of love? You know, love for all for all existence, joy, kindness from the heart, and and compassion. Now. I have, I want to take that to another level for everyone. And that is what my discovery was, Patricia, is that our think, we're not actually choosing our thoughts every minute. I call it the myth of choice. We have the opportunity to choose our thoughts every minute. But to the extent that they're just coming in, or what I call visiting, and this is why, because everything takes place as a system, and you can think of it as, you know, the roadways are a system, the grocery markets are a system, that when you enter a system, the system takes you with it. So if you consider thinking as a system, and that our thinking is now, it's, I want to call it antiquated. <laughs> it is antiquated because it's based on an old world 17th century view that said, you know, everything functions like a machine. The universe is machine. And yet today we know that modern physics matching now spiritual wisdom of all tradition that says, no, the world functions in a holistic system and it's based in mind. It's consciousness based. It's what we hold in awareness. So the Mm. idea is that maybe you don't have to monitor your thought every minute. But when I say get a new relationship with it, so the first new relationship is when you literally leap systems and you start to think from these expanded principles, when we put it all together, you know, the principles of holistic, the principles of what I hold in my state I do emanate out and attract, just what you said, and so on. And, you know, in in quantum think there are 21. But the idea here is the idea that you can leap systems. And just like when you go into the system of a road system, now you can have free choice. But you have some grounding in the system. So the system is taking you with it now. What happens when you have these automatic thoughts that I call least action pathways? 
The yes. way, the least creative action, the way it's like a mechanical action. And because when you realize from a quantum perspective that, and this is not woo-woo, this is science, that we actually exist in fields, so I call it the photosphere, that we're surrounded by thoughts. And you pointed out, you know, the media is giving off a lot of thoughts, but there's just thoughts that come from, they're not even our own, okay? They come from the surrounding mind field, the thoughtosphere, just like we have a biosphere. So we're kind of floating in this thoughtosphere. And when you can make a distinction, this is a, if you, if everyone just really tunes in and for yourself to connect to this within yourself, this one distinction can literally transform your life. Is you make a distinction between a thought that visits and a thought that you initiate, a thought that originates from you. So as you said, a negative thought comes in. Now, if you were at true choice, you wouldn't choose a negative thought. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't choose a disparaging thought. You wouldn't choose a negative judgment about someone else. Yet, there's this automatic mechanical thing going on in the surrounding minefield where we exist in relation with others and with the world at large. So when you see one of these thoughts coming in, your coach said, put up a stop sign. I use the technique. That thought is a least action pathway. It, ha- it doesn't mean anything because it's not even a thought I originated. It just flew in. And we say in our quantum think business, let it fly by like a bird past your window. It's another, mm. it's another technique. And it really is yeah. that simple, Patricia. Yeah. But, but, uh, but Diane, but hold for a minute. What if in front of you the black and white is different? Let me tell you what I mean. The bank account is low. That's a black and white figure. The, 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 the medical tests are not strong. That's a black and white figure. Uh, you know, something has happened. You've lost your job and you don't have that paycheck coming in. What do you do about those things when it's in front of you and that's what you're seeing? This is the most important question that you are honing in on, Patricia. Because we're talking about that we have real circumstances, and particularly today in these changing times. And when you, when you start to realize, and I say it like this, you know, for the kids, and it's actually the last page in Do You Quantum Think, old worldview, which is that old world limited, you know, physical-based conditioning, old worldview circumstance rules, the physical. New worldview intent rules. Now, why is this important and how does this change your relationship with the existing circumstances? Because we all have them. You know, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the sublime. And in a changing time of today's world, there seem to be a lot more of the, the dissolution, the dissolving of the old can really be anxiety-producing, not to mention that which is in our own personal lives, as you say, the bank account dwindling, 
the loss of the job, the not knowing where the where your mortgage payment or your rent payment is going to come from, and all of this. And yet, when you realize that your inner state actually expresses the outer uh it's not expresses. Your inner state determines your outer circumstances. So in the beginning, Patricia, what the important thing is, is to know that the one relationship that we have absolute sovereignty, absolute jurisdiction over, is the relationship with our own thoughts. Now, it's known in ancient and up and through modern and including, as I mentioned, the the modern science and spiritual wisdom that our thinking habits literally do create the future, create our present, create a resonance, and therefore attract to us that which is consistent with it. And we could call that our intent, what we hold in ourselves. So this is the mastery, is to be able to look at the circumstances, realizing a bigger picture, a larger perspective is, we could say, there's a reason for everything. Mm -hmm. And when you can get quiet within yourself and realize that the steadiness that you hold from being able to just connect to yourself that way that we each have been given a unique wisdom and set of circumstances that we are here to co-create with, to deal with, to maybe to overcome, and to realize that each one of us is well-equipped to be able to do that, or, you know, there's a saying in spiritual <laughs> parlance that you're only, you're only given what you can actually handle. And if you think of it that way, you realize, okay, right now, and let me tell you something, I've been there, I'm sure, <laughs> many people on this line, even, you know, the wealthiest people in the world have been well, there, where I, they I, go I, bankrupt, I, where they have highs yeah. and losses. But I think what I think our listeners really need to hear, and I know you know this, is how you then take that thinking and make it work so that you get results in the real world. How you you turn you you don't listen to that very negative thinking. You use your quantum thinking, but then you take action steps so that you do get the result you want and you change that black and white result that's in front of you. That's where the power of intent comes in. So I call it the one, two, three step, (laughs) like a dance, right? So the first thing is you notice, because you want to be able to break free of those thoughts that are visiting that you wouldn't choose if you had a choice. So that's the first thing is to you notice the thought or the thought pattern. You interrupt it. This happens like instantaneously because as soon as you have this awareness, or I say it like this, your mind is your life because it's you, the meaning you give your thoughts is giving you your experience, and you are not your mind. That's the paradox. You are the awareness who can watch this process. The thought comes in. You say, that's not a thought I would pick. 
you interrupt that least action pathway thought Mm -hmm. and you say, that's the second step, it's very simple, what is my intent? And you create an intent which is not a positive thought over a negative conclusion. This is the difference between quantum thinking and positive thinking. It's always good to have positive thoughts. But positive thinking in this sense is like you have a negative conclusion and now you're going to cover it over with an affirmation and you think that's going to change the world. But meanwhile, in the feeling tone of your being, in your state, you're still holding that negative conclusion as if it's the truth. So you have to realize... Just because you have a thought does not make it the truth. And in the quantum world, there are no absolute realities. Everything is energy in flux, moving and shifting, informed by intelligence. And you and I are the focal point with what we put our awareness on by choice. So one, notice that that thought is not going to give you what you want. It's not even yours. It's not the truth. You interrupt it, number two. And step three is you create an intent. If I were creating what I do want, and a statement of intent is always in the present tense, as if it already is, because this is how it works. It's beyond the limits of ordinary physical space and chronological time, the power of our intent, because what we hold in our intent is like a context that we are choosing to live from. So if you say, I am, you could, and I like to say it in terms of an experience. So let's just take the low bank account, something everyone can relate to. Yes? Mm-hmm. And you say, okay, I have a circumstance, the low bank account. It doesn't mean that's a permanent condition. It just means that's, that's the fact of it right now. Now, if you allow yourself to have those habits of, oh, my God, am I ever going to make it? You know, is it ever going to go up? Will I ever get a job? Will I ever get beyond, you know, struggling? You have to interrupt those. Don't take ownership of them. Realize if you were choosing, you would not be choosing those thoughts. Create an intent. What would an intent statement be in that case? It might be a statement such as, I am, I like to say it experientially, so give me a moment here, that I am really, I am so pleased that the circumstances are bringing about my great good prosperity. And all I have to do is be watchful for the opportunities. Mm-hmm. So that's a kind of statement of intent. Now, what you have to realize is that in a certain way, you, have, you go beyond the physical circumstance to realize that there is a greater meaning, a greater purpose, a greater reality going on which is invisible in, the, in this exact moment of your life. Mm-hmm. But you, when you learn these principles, that's why I wrote, do you quantum think? So that everyone would get it all in one, in one shot. And I'm glad you said it was easy to read. I tried to make it fun because I like entertainment. And you learn, you know, you just, you're actually connecting 
to what's already within you. And you realize, okay, I can choose this thought. I'm absolutely delighted that the circumstances, the intelligence of this great universe is bringing me, is bringing about what I need to live a prosperous life. And all I have to do is be watchful for it. And make that your new habit. Now, it's neither the truth that it's never going to happen, and it's neither the truth, your statement of intent, but the quantum shift is knowing that your habit of thinking is giving you your experience of life, creating an emanation, therefore shaping your actions and attracting to you sets of circumstances that are consistent with what you're holding in yourself. And this is no different, Patricia, than, you know, you have a good hair day, you have a bad hair day. Only the difference here is you're doing it consciously with the awareness that you're creating it that way. Yes. And as you keep thinking possibility, I, I go through this in my work when things go up and down. So I just go for the possibility and I keep contacting those people and those connections that will move me forward. And I don't, what I've been doing lately is I don't look at what didn't work or isn't working now. I just keep going forward and continually am connecting with those positive, forward-moving connections. That's beautiful. That's what I've been doing. It doesn't mean I don't have fear, because I do. But when I get fearful, all it does is I sit here and I don't do anything. So it's wasteful, really. Well, you can also, because fear is like one of the automatic, you know, what I call least action pathway emotions. There are many kinds of least action pathways, relational least action pathways. But the idea is that I said earlier, the one thing that you have sovereignty over is there are circumstances and there's how you are related to your circumstances. So the circumstance could be a fearful emotion, a thought that crosses your mind that visits. And you can say, you know what? Because you're so totally right on about the fear will still come, maybe. The, the doubts, the insecurities, the thoughts that you don't really want. <laughs> so let's not own those thoughts. But what you have absolute power over is how you relate to the fear. Mm-hmm. So you can literally, and this is where the, the faculty of meditation comes in, Patricia, because meditation for me is one of the five natural faculties of mind. It's not, it's a practice, yes, but it's not just a practice. It's actually a state of mind. So when you're in the meditative state, which can be all the time, by the way, when you're, you know, when you're steady and silent and focused this way and aware, you watch, you experience the fear. We have to experience out our emotions because we don't want this energy and we don't want any stopped up energy. So you let it flow through. But the, the idea of creating the relationship with the fear is you can look at it and you can say, oh, okay, I'm experiencing fear. And my intent is, as you said, 
you said it a different way, and you keep going forward. Mm-hmm. I ha- I'm experiencing fear. You know, I've heard other people say it. You know, you have the fear, but the fear doesn't have well, you. And I want to say something else here, and then we're going to have to close. It's so wonderful. We'll have to do this again, Diane. But I want to say something here, too, something that I'm I'm really understanding is that a test result can change, the bank account can change, the all of these things, uh, you, you, the blood pressure can change, your weight can those numbers can change. And I think what happens is when we look at that number and that's what we see as a fixed thing, that's where the problem lies. We have to say, okay, well, maybe our bank account's low right now, but what can we do? Maybe my weight is high right now. What can I do? Maybe that test result for my blood pressure or cholesterol was high. What can I do? To change that because things can change. But I think where we get stuck is we look at that black and white number and we say, oh, uh-oh, I'm done. That's right. And that's what I mean by old worldview thinking, which is has been conditioned. It's a cultural thing. It's very important yep. for everyone to understand. It's not personal to any one of us. The old way of thinking, that thing, that's what they, the scientists said, that things are fixed, that that's the way it is, that objects are solid, but it's not. Objects are not solid. They're energy in flux. You know, there's a density, so we experience it that way. So old world view, circumstance rules, new world view, intent rules. So when you make that leap where, as you're highlighting, I, I would say, the heart of the matter of, of making the leap from the industrial age thinking to the quantum age thinking is that you don't get stopped by the circumstance because nothing is fixed and solid and therefore Everything is malleable. Everything can be transformed. And how does it get transformed? It gets transformed by the way that we create our relationship to it. So when you, as you point out, if you see the circumstance and you let it take you away, I call it like flotsam and jetsam on the sea of life, it's kind of like, you know, you become one with the circumstance. We don't want to do that. You have to remember yourself as that greater self-awareness. It's called, you know, the higher self, spirit, however you relate to it. But that each one of us does have that higher awareness where we can look at the circumstance, not have to identify with it, realize, as you point out, Patricia, Everything is shifting and changing, and that we influence it by yes. how we choose to connect to it. Absolutely. And I think that's so true, and I really appreciate having you on, because I've dealt with this lately, and I really had to deal with that fear that was stopping me. And then I really looked at the possibility, and I kept moving forward. And it really makes a difference, and it, and it is because of the intent. It's because of the mission that I have and the purpose I have that will keep me moving and those possibilities open. It is. And, you and, know and, and, and they and open in front of me. And it strengthens you. You know, yes, this is the interesting yes, thing. Yes, it does. Is that when you're able to operate in this state of awareness that you and I are, are distinguishing right now, bringing into mm. ourselves and everyone's awareness. Because, you know, you're pointing out, I had something even today where my husband, Alan Collins, who's my partner, and, you know, a circumstance 
happened <laughs> that was a little anxiety producing for him to be, you know, and we all have it. It doesn't matter. And this is why I say, you know, to live a life of mastery is to be able to keep creating the habit of the awareness so that we are always at choice and that we hold our center. You know, when we say, you know, being centered, why do, what are we centered in? We're centered in our own present moment awareness so that we don't mix up ourselves with our circumstances. Mm -hmm. We know we have circumstances, but we're not identified with it. All right. Well, I thank you so much for being on the program. It was really such, great. Uh, such it was an, a quick conversation, but a lot <laughs> a lot was accomplished. Thank you yeah. so much, Patricia, for having me. All right, and Diane, how do people find your book? Um, you can find my book, Do You Quantum Think? New Thinking That Will Rock Your World in hardcover and all ebook and iPad editions everywhere, you know, online, in stores. And I would love for you to come and visit my website, which is diannecollins.com. Diane with two N's, D-I-A-N-N-C-O-L-L-I-N-S. There's lots of um, audio on there, free. And just, you can read about my book, more about it on there. And uh, I, you know, I'm on a campaign to have a quantum thinking world because it really does bring ease and mastery. Great. Thank you so much. Stay on the line for a minute. Thank you so much. All right, folks, remember, uh, we have a great show for you every week that uh, does expand your thinking right here on Patricia Raskin Positive Living. You can write to me, Patricia, at PatriciaRaskin.com. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know that you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. We'll be right back.